What is up, my friends? It's Davin. Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. Driving home from work. I'm sorry that I've been um, inconsistent with my podcasting over the last month or two. It's been incredibly busy uh, as we uh, lurch towards the end of 2022, uh, which has been memorable for me because it's the year that I started this podcast. And um, uh, it's it's a year which uh, has involved a lot of soul searching, um, a lot of reading, a lot of introspection, self reflection, and um, I've learned a lot from doing that. Uh, I've learned a lot from my patients. I've discovered that. Uh, as I've become more intentional about my reflections, I have been more effective as a psychiatrist and a therapist, and indeed a, a parent as well, um, which is which is great because if I can do that. You can do that, and I, I do believe that. Some of us need more guidance than others, that's okay. Um, I've said before in um, an interview I, um, I did with my friend and colleague, Tansy Benison, psychologist, that we in the mental health field have, uh, I, I guess we, we're lucky that we get to think about, um, I guess we get to think about these things because it's part of what we do. It's, you know, it's, it's our job. And so, and so we, uh, yeah, we have uh, opportunities and space to do that. Whereas people who don't necessarily work in the mental health field may have less uh, space and or dedicated space and time to do such things. Um, So I I better tell you what I'm going to talk about today before I uh, I ramble on too much. I wanted to share my thoughts about um, this this construct called decision fatigue, and we all suffer from it from time to time. I think maybe more so, um, maybe more so these days. I was talking to a patient today, and uh, I was just sort of riffing with them. You know, our our minds, our brains, our bodies weren't designed for this fast-paced way of living life. You know, technology, I'm sure, you know, the intention was how do we, how how do we increase our efficiency with computing, right? How do we increase 
the speed in which we compute things. How do we make our lives easier? Um, good intentions. Uh, what did they say? Good intentions pave the road to hell. Is that right? Is that is that the correct uh, quote? No, I, I think I've got that, that a bit wrong. But um, well, the path to hell is paved with good intentions or something like that. So we are a little bit further down the path, right? Um, and life has gotten busier and busier, more complicated, more stressful. We have the internet, we've got social media, we've got email, cell phones, um, and now we've got this thing called what edge computing, fourth industrial revolution. I mean, we can't stop it, it's coming, right? It's here. And it's going to keep going, I think. To what end, I don't know. But our brains aren't designed to compute so much data in such a short space of time. We're just cramming, cramming ourselves full of information that we probably don't need to process. Constantly having to shift cognitive set from one data set to another moving from one space to another across time across environments you know work home school university work home school clubs gyms right sports friends family amplify that with the internet amplify that people often don't understand the nature of compounding because it's very difficult to feel we think in linear terms we think you know a little bit of this equates to a little bit of that but in reality a little bit of this equates to a lot of that so the internet social media has just amplified and compounded all the stress that we have by a huge margin. It's massive. In the past, I, um, I've said, and I still say, that kids these days appear to be experiencing um, the sort of anxiety that we usually see in clinic um, more frequently and it, it's it's quite it's it's a little bit scary um, because they are the workers are so few, people willing to actually do the sort of work that we do in mental health, 
And I have to say, the, the quality of training has really been watered down, um, I'd say, probably over the last few decades. Um, you only have to look... Uh, I probably shouldn't say this. Uh, I won't say what I was going to say, but uh, let me modify. Let me modify my my thinking here, uh, so I can say what I'm going to say in a in a diplomatic way. Um, my co- my colleagues are stressed. My colleagues are overloaded with work, and they don't have the commensurate resources to cope with increased demands being placed on them. Um, It's very difficult to control workflow um, for many of my colleagues, especially for those who work in um, the public sector uh, within the mental health industry. Um, sorry, public public health services within the mental health industry. And um, no wonder, you know, decision fatigue is something that they experience a lot of. Um, I do as well, but my my workflows are a little bit. Um, uh, they they look they appear a little bit different, but believe me, decision fatigue is something that. I struggle with uh, a lot. I wear many hats. Many hats. Too many hats. I only have one head. I can't wear hundreds of hats at the same time. It's impossible. But I try to. We try to. And uh, we shouldn't do that. What are the signs of decision fatigue? Or maybe one good sign is that you are less compassionate, less empathic than you used to be. You're not as patient. Your ability to regulate your emotions, your stress levels. You know, you, you, you become less tolerant to stress that you may have been fine about when you first started the job and now you just can't be bothered. You're tired a lot, you're sleeping in meetings. You know, you're doodling, you're not interested. You just do what's easy. You follow the path of path of least resistance. You become allergic to work. So easy. Stress um, is insidious because it collects in these secret bank accounts in our heads, in our brains, in our bodies, and it collects interest on our deposits, and not the good kind of interest. You know, we're talking about bank debt stress debt corporate bonds junk bonds junk bond stress right you're being charged uh, a lot of interest on that stress that's being banked in your stress account in your brain but it's something that compounds over time and you don't 
really realize until you take a good hard look at yourself but you have to see the signs you need to see the signs something's wrong and then you have to go into your stress debt bank account and figure out how you're gonna get yourself out of debt you know how they talk about uh, you know and when you know financial literacy 101 right don't ever get into debt or don't don't borrow more than you can afford actually try not to borrow try not try not to extend yourself with leverage if you can that's my personal philosophy some people like to play um, I don't know what the word is they, they like to uh, you know people play a dangerous game I'm gonna borrow I'm gonna borrow a lot of money so I can make a lot of money right but the risk is if you fail you are left with a heap of money that you need to pay back money that you don't have if you build up enough stress you use up a lot of energy right energy that you don't have and so with what energy you have left you're gonna use for self-preservation totally normal self-preservation so you're gonna sleep more you're gonna avoid more you're going to isolate yourself more you're gonna be shorter sharper sterner less tolerant you're gonna feel guilty about that you feel guilt that increases your stress levels which then makes you feel even worse than yesterday right and you keep getting worse and worse and worse things compound so what do they say in financial literacy 101 cut up your credit cards get rid of the thing that is burning a hole in your pocket check your spending right right where are you losing where where are you bleeding energy what can you afford to cut loose you have to look at yourself you have to you have to reflect you need to if you don't do self-reflection well find someone to help you figure this out with you talk to someone it could save your life it could save the life of those who you love because if you're okay everyone's okay okay um, clearly if you're stressed you don't perform well I mean you need yes you need a little bit of stress but not so much that your performance sucks you know you start to fall into these unhelpful mental traps which I may have talked about before one-way thinking you know you blame others because it's too too much energy to reflect so that's when you need someone to help you out you second guess your decisions 
you use dumb rules to live your life. Dumb, stupid rules, inflexible, rigid rules. Right? You you avoid doing things because you think that things are just going to be crap if you do them. If you're starting to feel like that, I want you to rate your emotions. How intense do you feel those emotions? And then I want you to note the context in which you are living in. What's going on at home? What's going on at work, school, your activities? Are you drinking too much? Are you smoking too much marijuana or whatever? You know, what, what's happening in your relationships? Yeah, your love life. Talk to someone. Figure it out. Figure out why, what, why are you building up so much stress in your stress bank account, your debt? Getting to debt, debt is not good. I don't care what people say, you know, they say, oh, there's good debt, there's bad debt. No, 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 no. Debt is not good. It's not good. Okay? Don't do it. Um, my man, my man Warren Buffett, WB, uh, somet- sometimes he uses bet, uh, debt, but very, very little. By the way, this is not investing advice. Uh, but, you know, his thing is, you got to find a way uh, of preserving your wealth by first not losing money. That's the first rule, don't lose money. Second rule, don't forget the first rule. Don't lose money. Um, So same with your mental health. Don't lose energy. Second rule, don't forget the first rule. Preserve energy. Don't get into debt. Don't get into debt. Look at yourself. Is there too much going on in your life? What? Can you cut the fat somewhere? Trim it down. Life is short. Ah, my friends. Oh, my friendly friends. Mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters. Thanks for hanging out with me. Davin, Davin. I am a psychiatrist host of the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to um, catch up with you again in a few days or maybe next week um, with another episode from yours truly. I encourage you to go to the website huddlewisdom.com. Look around there. There's a few resources, free resources for you help you live life with less stress, help you to thrive more, help you become a better parent, a better teacher, because you're more emotionally in tuned with your children, your students, what have you, people that you look after, kids that you look after. Go and check out the resources, man. Sign up for the, uh, the emails, it's free. Uh, check out the podcast catalog back back catalog um, yeah 
hope to hang out with you more. Thanks, my friends. Bye.